how rude of me. I haven't given you enough time to freak out yet. You may do so now. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! We have to go back. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to We Have to Go Back. We are here and we are back and I am Kat. And I am Trash Mouth. And we are going to talk about New Girl. This is our first like solo mission on the... Yeah, yeah we got started on uh, uh, the Brothers Podcast. Yes, Cinemaniacs. Uh, Cinemaniacs. With John and Zach. Check them out. Yeah, we had such a good time that we wanted to do what we specialize in, which is uh, TV shows. Yeah, we watch way more TV than we do movies these days. So, so and we are hardcore about it. Hardcore. Like, there's lists and apps involved. And many. It's, yeah. <laughs> many, many. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to talk about so much. We picked it because it's one of our favorites and it's female-centric. Yes, and... yeah. And we'll, we'll kind of talk about that a little bit later, but um, for this first season, we kind of coincidentally chose female-centric yeah. shows. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about that later, like I said. But yeah. um, this one just started out, I mean, it, I think I think when I first saw like trailers for the show, I already was kind of like a Zoe Deschanel fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the quirkiness. Yeah, was... we love it. We love it. <laughs> So I think I started watching from the beginning, and the comedy is just so well written. It's so, great. It's yeah. great. I um, feel like maybe you even showed it. To might you? have showed it to me because you're always like my outlet for mm-hmm. the for the new shows and new music because you're you just are plugged in better with it than I am. So like a lot of the great TV shows I've watched. <laughs> From then and now have been because you've recommended them to me. So I can't remember for sure if New Girl was one, but I feel like it was. It could have been. Yeah. Around, like, it was like Modern Family that I introduced yes, you to. Yes, Modern and... Family. <clears throat> so many. Yeah. Um, and that, so that's been, I have you to thank for my uh, TV addiction. Definitely the binging I owe to you. Yes. The TV binging. <laughs> <laughs> Because I binged we, a lot of shit. Probably started binging, honestly, like before it was cool. Before okay. it was cool, and we're gonna go into the whole like hipster before it was cool thing. Before later. it was so, but yeah, we're gonna start, and I'm just gonna go in and kind of talk about um, the show and like a little synopsis on the show. So, New Girl is obviously an American sitcom, and it aired on Fox from September 2011 to May 2018. Uh, it was written by Elizabeth Merriweather, and I think that Elizabeth Merriweather is the reason why I think it feels so relevant to us because she's right around our age. She's definitely like an elder millennial mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. our zennial, or I don't know. I I've always thought that I was Generation X, but I'm very very close. You're more, a cusper. Yeah, I'm like a zennial, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, do you happen to know? Sorry to interrupt. No, you're do fine. You, do you know anything else that uh, Elizabeth Merriweather has? Yeah, done? yeah, I've got I've got a few things here. So okay. she was born in 1981, so she's like a Gen X or zennial, yep, yep. depending on which article on the internet you look at. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's worth noting though because of how close in age she is to us. She's, so. She knows what's up. She knows what's up. She grew up with, you know, the Berlin Wall falling. Yes. And the fucking Challenger exploding. She watched us go. She she probably watched like we did TV go from being, you know, eight channels on the television to having... Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> like, it's, it's crazy how crazy. fast it all went. Yeah. 
But Meriwether has written some plays and produced and wrote a rom-com called, like, No Strings Attached. I haven't seen that, actually. I'm I don't surprised. think I have either, but I, is that Catherine Heigl? No Strings Attached? Maybe. I think it might be on Netflix. Um, and she's created a couple of ABC uh, sitcoms, Parents and Bless This Mess, which I don't feel like I've watched any of those no. either. Um, lastly, she has a, a Hulu drama called The Dropout, which actually sounds pretty cool, but... I can't really say much about any of them because I haven't seen any of them, but we definitely, I think since we love New Girl so much that she, we should give her another try and watch those things. Well, and you know what? Like props to her because how many, what is this? Six seasons? Five seasons that New Girl was? Seven, I think. But honestly, I feel like the seventh season was, yeah. you know, I, I, that would be like my only gripe I think with the show, which I have like a little note about. Yeah. But I mean, for a woman to I mean, run yes. a show like that and... Iconic. So iconic. Uh, the show received critical acclaim and was named one of the best new comedies in the fall of 2011. The pilot season drew in $10.28 million, and it, making that the highest rated fall debut for a Fox scripted show since 2001. And I should have looked up what that one was in 2001, but I didn't. So That's that might be show? something that we... Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Did that I, come out around then? It, Oh, for sure it did, yeah. yeah. Uh, May twenty, uh, May 14th, sorry, 2017, Fox renewed the show for its final season that premiered on April 10th, 2018. When Netflix picked up the show, it became one of the most popular shows on the platform. Um, and this is all according to Wikipedia. That's yeah. where I got all that. And as we're recording this, we have been binging New Girl, both like of us. Like crazy. Because it's leaving Netflix mm. in what? Three and, days? Two days? Uh, on Sunday. And it sucks because it's one of those, you know, when you, you're laying in bed at night and you're like, all right, what am I binging tonight? So Tom and I always go through like three or four different things for like our nighttime that yeah. time watching. Yeah, let's hear it. I want to know what yours Friends, are I have mine. New Girl, uh, Letterkenny, mm-hmm. Parks and Rec mm-hmm. has been one mm-hmm. in, in the past. Um, and then we got into watching that Extraordinary, which... Wonderful. It's fucking perfect. Another Watch recommendation it. for me. Um, Extraordinary. Yes, another <clears throat> a recommendation. That was on Hulu, right? It was on Hulu, yeah. yes. Extraordinary is on Hulu. Watch it. You won't be disappointed. Yes. Um, the show's opening song was written and performed by Zoe Deschanel, which obviously she's very talented. She's She's got a, a very unique uh, singing voice. It's a unique singing voice. And if you didn't know, she also is in a band uh, called She and Him. Yes. I did know that. Um, they do wonderful Christmas carols. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet. I bet they're fucking it, perfect. It's so cool. God rest you, merry gentlemen. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Dude, I told, yes, yes. Um, but it's, it's, it's interesting because she seems very um, current, but also very retro. Yeah, absolutely. Is, I think Which is, per- she's just my type. She like, is our spirit animal. Yes, she is. <laughs> Um, on May, so I said that they recorded it, but the show's opening song was written and performed by Zoe Deschanel herself and played throughout the show until about a quarter of the way through the fourth season. And then they started just using like an in- instrumental version of the song, yeah. which I was like, it always bummed me out. Yeah. It's so cute. <laughs> it's and so cute. I know. <laughs> the song has a five star rating on iTunes and several more lyrics than 
what we hear actually interesting yeah, I did so not know that I read some of the lyrics but I actually didn't go and listen to the song so we'll have to do that together I guess that makes sense like if Zoe Deschanel's gonna write her theme song like she's gonna write a fucking song not yes just, like fuck yeah she is yes. hell yeah we appreciate that Zoe yes we do <laughs> um, there are some reoccurring props and themes in the show that and one of my personal favorites is the douchebag jar <laughs> I love that shit so much. Schmidt has Schmidt. to, uh, anytime he acts like a douchebag, he has to put money in the douchebag <laughs> yeah. jar. Uh, the, and then there's another jar too. What's the other one for? They eventually, it's like a, a Jess jar. A Jess jar. Yeah, that she has. I can't remember what it is now. Damn it. I wish that I would have put that in there. But um, but yeah, Schmidt has to put the money in, which, you know, is often. because he's, <laughs> Often. He's got he's he gets, got a case of the douche. He gets less douchey as the he show does, goes on. He does. And you and it's like lovable douchebag. He's not like totally. a... Yeah. Creepy douchebag. He's not, well... <laughs> right. I feel like I heard one of my friends call it douche chills one time. Like you get the chills when you're around a douche. You're bag. like, ugh, yeah. yeah and yeah. my friend, one of my friends on Facebook always says douche chills. And I kind of picked it up because I'm like, fuck yeah. That's like I understand perfect. that. That speaks to me. It, yeah, it's <laughs> fucking perfect. Uh, of course, we can't forget about the legendary homemade drinking game that Nick Schmidt, Winston, and Coach created. True American. True American. JFK. FDR. <laughs> yes, such a good one. We will discuss that uh, at length too. And you know, um, I know a lot of our friends are probably gonna uh, recognize this because I, I had roommates that tried to figure out like how to play this. Yes, game. Like, I remember that. Yeah, there's there's a whole like thing on the internet. And you know people. what's gonna be great is that on fandom, and there's several several like pop culture things on fandom. And if you plug in New Girl and you look through all their pages, there is a like a rules? detailed yes. rule book on how to play True, True American. American. And we will include it in the show notes. I will. Yes. I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes to that. So One that of these days where, I mean... We have to. We have to. We it's, need to. We need to look at the rules before we. Start I'm actually drinking. surprised we haven't done it I yet. Know. To be honest, with who you. even are we? I don't even know. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll be like I said. I'll be including the show, the game in the show notes. So if you ever wanted to play, let us know how it you, goes. I have it the seems, power. It seems absolutely bonkers when you watch it on yes, the show. Like how? Like the people that the floor come, is lava the, always or <laughs> anything else? Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I and I did read through it and kind of look through it a little bit and mm-hmm. I and I think that I just need to be like concentrated on a little bit more but just briefly going through it I was still like hmm well how? In, the, in the show everyone picks it up yeah in a scene so <laughs> they do because that's showbiz people that's not that's not real life shit we should be able to figure it out we should and we will uh, but the show is centered around the main character Jess who kind of marches to the beat of her own drummer she's an elementary school teacher. And she and the rest of the cast are in like their late 20s, early 30s. And that's about the age that I was. Well, I was in my 30s, I think early 30s when the show came out. I was like 32 probably. Mm -hmm. So I was around the same age. So some of the things were pretty relevant. Yes. Um, Jess catches her boyfriend cheating on her and they break up. And in her search for a new place to live, she answers an ad on Craigslist about a sun-soaked and beigey room for rent. Which she assumes is a woman, right? But it's actually three men. Schmidt, I'm sure, wrote it. <laughs> Absolutely, it was Schmidt. He's yeah. like, no, that was me. Yeah. And he's like super proud of it too. He's super proud of his metroness, and I can't wait to get into embrace Schmidt. Embrace it. Embrace that shit. Embrace bitch. it. Embrace it. Uh, the three men are Nick, Schmidt, and Coach, who they later replaced with Winston because the actor couldn't commit to the schedule. 
uh, Damon Wayans Jr., who plays coach, auditioned for the show, thinking that the show that he was currently on, Happy Endings, which if you've ever watched that, that's another one, yeah, uh, would be getting canceled. But when it didn't, he couldn't commit to the coach role full time. So Meriwether decided to keep him in the pilot, though, because she wanted Coach to be a returning character on the show. And we're glad that they did. Well, I love Coach. Spoiler alert, Happy Endings got canceled eventually, so he was able to come back. It did get canceled, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, that, I think that did kind one... of seem like one of those that didn't have like a definitive ending, mm-hmm. right? I think um, they were going to cancel it after season two, and then they picked it back picked up, it back like, up one more time, and then they because the people were like, "No, we want, we love it." Yeah, God, I wish that show could have gone on longer. Anyways, that'll be one I for digress. our that'll be one for uh, Gone Too Soon. Yes, Gone Too Soon. <laughs> gone Too Soon. That's going to be one of our segments that we'll get into later. Uh, but there's hijinks and mess arounds, and just great one-liner comedy. This is probably the show that has the most quotable one-liners. I mean, that this and Friends feel like both are relevant to me, and I love both shows. But mm-hmm. there's definitely some. She was watching Friends. She was watching Friends when she was thinking about New Girl <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. sure. For sure. Uh, um, it has the best one-liner comedy, and it yes. follows the characters in their jobs, love lives, etc. With four out of the six main characters in relationships with each other at various times throughout the right. series. Ending with them ultimately getting married and having families. Like, spoiler alert. Sorry if you haven't watched New Girl yet, but... I mean, that's everyone's life. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah, it you is. Know? Yeah. <laughs> they were they lived together for seven years. That's just what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but when it ended, I wasn't like a huge fan of the last season, if I'm being honest. I feel like um, they could have either left it like it was at the end of season six and maybe added like a little where are they now montage. Like, right. Or like an ex- did it like an extended... To be honest with you, I don't even remember the last season. Was that the season where she was pregnant? Or was that... No, that was the season before. The last season was um, Nick and Jess got back together. Okay. And they went to Europe on his book, his Julius Pepperwood <laughs> right. book. His Pepperwood Chronicles um, thing. Schmidt and Cece have a child. And yeah. it's just like, it's just like a weird, like are just kind of wrapping it up. Yeah. They, you, you see the Nick and Jessica wedding, which you do, I don't feel like you needed to see. No. I feel like we could have just, you know, but... I, I think that a lot of people like... Especially on cable, like they want to see that. That's I think that's a they th- do, and I get that. But mm-hmm. you're 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 there's those tropes that you know that get reused quality, a lot. Yes, the quality has to be there as well. I agree. I agree. But I mean that doesn't that does not take away from how much I love the show. So. Correct. I'm gonna do you puzzle. feel about women-owned small businesses that sell locally crafted products we love them and love to support them totally and there's a place right here in washoe county that we love to go to called white daisy they really have the best unique gifts candles and handmade shower bath and body products and that's not just because i know who makes them i know right all of that (laughs) and you and you can even order custom items like clothing hats and cups Let's not forget their adorable handmade gnomes that are a hot ticket item and so freaking cute. The freaking cutest. Can we go right now? Absolutely, yes. And so can you, local listeners, right in the Sparks Galleria in between Michaels and T-Mobile. So go now, check it out, and get a unique gift for a loved one or treat yourself. Bye! But yeah, so do you want to tell us about the character? Yes, let's go into the character. Right. So um, obviously we're going to start with Jessica Day, Miss Jessica Day, played Who's by Zoe Deschanel. Girl? Love her. 
We do love her. I mean, she's got the best bangs in the business. Banging. The bangs are banging. The bangs are banging. Like I love her. Every girl looks at her and goes, I think I want bangs. I want bangs. And, and glasses. Don't do it, girls. And listen, do it because I have the fucking cutest bangs. <laughs> Sarah does have really cute bangs. <laughs> I've been rocking these Betty Page bangs. Face just doesn't even look right without them anymore. It so doesn't. I get it. I yeah. get it. Definitely identify with Jess in a a lot of ways like spiritual level for sure i'm mostly let's sing about everything and well and you know but i was going to talk about that a little bit later but like so as you'll see on the show i mean jessica literally sings her life sings, <laughs> sings her way through life yes and sarah cat is very much that way. <laughs> i'm very much that way <laughs> so for you i'm sure well if i did show that show to you i was probably like yo this, this yes, is exactly, you. exactly. <laughs> We've always been Jessica Day and, and April Ludgate. From Parks and Rec, yes. <laughs> In this bitch. Like, she's April Ludgate more often than not, and I'm Jessica Day more often than not. But we both have tendencies to be also one or the other. Correct. We have those tendencies, but, but I think we hone it in. You still sit real nice in that Jessica Day pocket, and I sit real nice yes. in that uh, April very, Ludgate very, pocket. Very deadpan, and I'm very much like... Mommy's all right. Daddy's all right. <laughs> yes. Oh, so, all right. so, I mean, yeah, we, we love Jess. She's we love you, Jess. goofy and um, just honestly, like, as a human being and as a character, just, like, someone I would want to hang out with. For sure. I want to be your Shh. friend, Jessica Day. Let's craft. Fuck, yes, let's craft. <laughs> let's craft. Let's gift the riffraff out. I love it. I want to play with your glue. <laughs> We just watched the glue episode we <laughs> where they get high off the fucking book glue. So good. Oh, God. Oh. Moving on. Moving um, on to... I mean, these are in no particular order, but they kind of are so Schmidt's next. <laughs> uh, Max Greenfield plays our favorite character, Schmidt. Well, he plays your favorite character. My favorite character is Winston. I mean, I love Schmidt. Don't get me wrong. And get each... Oh, shit. This? Who's this? Hold on. We have to answer this. Uh, Oh my god, it's Julius Pepperwood. Yes, I'm Julius Pepperwood. I'm an ex-cop. I'm an ex-marine. I'm from Chicago. Oh my god, how did you get this number, Julius? Let it go. We don't have to, don't, it, that doesn't matter now. <laughs> I'm here. Why are you calling today, Julius? Well, I'm, you know, I'm having a pizza. In crust, I think that, hey, no thank you, I'm from Chicago. Oh my God, we're well, so yeah, glad you called. To, uh, Jessica Knight, and you know she said she was totally into the show. We have to go back, and I thought, you know, hey, I might as well try to get a hold of you. And you know, seeing as how I'm an ex-cop and I'm an ex-marine, I got your number. So uh, <laughs> you got our number. You, you sure got did. our fucking number, Julius. Uh, what are you doing these days, Julius? Well, you know, I'm I'm, I'm playing low. You know, laying low. You know, you could uh, catch my book, uh, The Pepperwood Chronicles. Uh, I haven't done anything with it yet, but uh, <laughs> whenever I manage to get it published, <laughs> you know. Oh, uh, well. Well, thank we you for calling us. In. That just yes. made our day. Made our fucking day. Julie yes, Pepplewood. You, you take care, ladies. I gotta go. I gotta go bust some heads. <laughs> Bye, Julius. Oh, my God. I can't believe Pepperwood just called. The fucking author of Pepperwood Chronicles just called Fan us here. so hard. I'm uh, like, what <laughs> just happened? Amazing. Uh, amazing. Amazing. 
So I don't know how we're going to recover from that, but back to Schmidt. Yes, back to Schmidt. Um, I, I personally think Schmidt has the best one-liners. He's The shit that comes out of that man's mouth. <laughs> he's got some good ones, man. And, you know, he is, he's he's comfortable in his metrosexuality. Absolutely. Um, he works, Which we support. He works for a woman and with women. Yeah. And, like, all women. totally, well, I mean, he has some complaints, obviously, because who wouldn't? But yeah. He's also, like, very cool with it. He's very, very cool with it. We love Schmidt. What is... Um, so, we'll go next to uh, Sarah's favorite character, Winston, played Winston. by the Morn Morris. Talk about Winston. I love Winston so much. He's just so, like, weird and and has these, like... He's like a big teddy bear, I think. He has... He is. He's very sweet and very... He almost seems like he's naive. He was like a basketball player in Latvia, which is so funny. And they call him Winnie the Bish. So like, he like owns that, you know, and I I fucking love that about him. And I love that he always wears weird bird shirts. Like that's what, if you notice, and he's colorblind. Like, and he goes way too hard on praying. When he tries to do puzzles, but he's fucking colorblind. So Puzzles never work out. And he has a he has a kitty, Ferguson. He does. We love guys with kitties. Yes. Love Winston. He's my fave. <laughs> um, we'll move on to Nick. Next, Nick. Played by Jake Johnson. And Nick is kind of a goddamn mess. He's fully a mess. <laughs> He's a hot mess, though. He is a hot mess. <laughs> he doesn't know how to handle money. He He's a committophobe. He's yeah, but he still makes it work, which we love. Well, he's lovable. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the great thing about all these characters is that, yes, they're flawed. Yes, they have these things about them, but they're not intolerable. Right. Even though they are sometimes intolerable to each other on the show. They're Correct. Like, yes. I, and yes, being around all of that energy all the time, I certainly think in real life I would be, but, you know, watching it on TV is super entertaining. Oh, so. I would have lost my mind in that apartment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the bathroom situation with the towels. Yes, and... exactly. Sharing a bathroom with four people and there's like urinals and everybody's like in there hanging out like while you're showering. No. I'm sorry. Hard no for me. I can't have that happening. No. <laughs> so I write songs. And cry sometimes. Me too. Me too, bro. So uh, the only other thing about Nick, I I would say, is that he's kind of like grumpy, which again is is kind of endearing. Which there's this part that I just love where um, Cece's like, he's your perfect type. He is he's a Walter Matthau from Grumpier Old Man. Yeah. And I, I think that that just fits in perfect, even in the way that he dresses. Like, all of that is just, like, it's so, so Nick. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Let's move on to Cece, played by Hannah Simone. Yes, love Cece. Cece is a model. Absolutely gorgeous. Gorgeous skin. Yes, that Indian. She also does the bangs. So, the bangs yeah, are does. banging in New Girl. The, the bangs, bangs are, are fucking banging. banging. You know what? I have, The only thing I can say is I don't know the last time I saw a model with bangs. Wow, I didn't even think about that. I don't even know the last time I saw a model, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I don't know if I've kept up. I honestly don't think I've kept up on, like, supermodels or anything like that since, like, the 90s and early 2000s, like, honestly. America's Next Top Model. Oh, yeah. I yeah. need to get into that. I watched a couple episodes that I was... It's really problematic. I'm sure it is. I'm sure most of those things are, but, you Thailand know... Is- 
Absolutely. We're fucking human and we love it. You know, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. But um, I watched a couple episodes and I will admit while I was watching it, I was like, why haven't I fucking watched this before? And then I don't know. I just never picked it back up again. But yes, Cece is a model with bangs. Bring back models with bangs. Yes. And you know what? She's not like a super skinny model too. Like she's got curves. She's got some boobies and a little bit of a badonkadonk but she's just gorgeous yes and she lives with uh some other models at first with yeah. some russian models that are <laughs> fun, yeah. fun little side characters fun little side characters <laughs> nadia she's got some pretty fucking great one-liners honestly yes. she she's really very deadpan and... <laughs> yeah she is <clears throat> mick mouse mick mouse <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't she try to sleep with uh, Schmidt? She sleeps with Schmidt and breaks his dick. Remember? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, Nadia. Do you remember? So the last main character we'll talk about is Coach, played by Damon Wayans Jr. And do you remember what season? So he was in the first. He was in the pilot. And he came back later on in season one and did a couple of episodes with them. Yeah, he did. Coach comes back for a couple of episodes. One or I thought he came back for like a season. And he did come back for a season Mm -hmm. later on. And I think, I want to say that was uh, season four that Coach came back for. The the one scene I remember after, because he he left again at one point. And then there was a crossover episode that New Girl did with Brooklyn Nine-Nine where the cast goes to New York. Yes. And it's, there's this one little scene where they're walking, they're walking down the street and they're like, Oh, Hey, yeah, they pass coach. Cause he moves to New York with May. Right. Yeah. Right. And so he's there. And then he's this whole thing about like, well, you guys knew I was in town and you didn't call. And he's like, it's (laughs) fine. I've been to Los Angeles like five times. (laughs) (laughs) Which is something that every single one of us has done. Absolutely. (laughs) I don't know how many times I've gone back to my hometown and and when you were still living there, only contacted you and nobody else. Several times. (laughs) Several times. Um, So that's the main cast. We love all of them. Yes, Um, they're so great. The thing about this show is that because they are, you know, 20-somethings that are kind of dating and figuring themselves out, there's a lot of side characters that come in and out of your lives, which, again, is yes. very, very true. Um, and the I writing... I would say New Girl has some of the best, some like, of the recurring best. characters. Yes, yes. So who do you want to talk about first, Sarah? So my favorite side characters are uh, Genslinger. Genslinger, played yes. by Justin, Justin Long. Long. Justin Long is just great. Anyways, but I love Genslinger. I love Bearclaw. Yes. So Genslinger is one of Jess's exes. Exes. Yes. She she works with him, um, and he comes to Thanksgiving with them. Yeah, he's a music teacher. Yeah. High jinks ensue. Yes. <laughs> Always on the Thanksgiving episodes. Always. Yes. Um, but he's he's. In all honesty, he's the most like Jess. He's like the male version of Jessica. Uh, yes. And Nick even makes a comment. He's like, oh my God, there's two of them. <laughs> so we love him. We love, we him, love Genslinger. Him. He's so musical, just like her. And uh, they're weird, funny sex scenes. Yes, and like, we're, yes. they're just both so kind of like awkward. And they're, you know, Jessica's like, he's her first like relationship after she, after Spencer, yeah. after she leaves Spencer. Mm-hmm. So they're, she's very like new to the dating world again. And he's like, just really awkward. So it's wonderful. I I wanted them to be together personally. Yeah. There was a point where I did too. 
Um, but I always kind of knew Nick was going to be, yeah. I, you always kind of know, like, yeah. you, you know, from the very beginning, you're like, ah, I can see what they're doing here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a Nick and Jess thing for you sure. You know what's funny is when I first started watching the show, I thought they were going to do that with Schmidt. Because, Schmidt and Jess? Yeah. There's a scene where somewhere, he tries to kiss her. Maybe. That's the what one, I'm thinking. Or, of. oh no, the one where she's like drunk and just wants to have a one night stand. So she goes to Schmidt's <laughs> door, which is also a reoccurring thing and something that happens in Friends. Yeah. Which is funny. And then she, she was like, Am I going to do this? No, I'm going to back out. And she's not going to actually go through the. Um, do you want to talk about Bear Claw a little bit? I love Bear Claw. Josh Gad, he's so good. So, so good. She gets set up on a date with him, right? Yeah, like she she tells Nick that she likes that guy. And I think Nick did it on purpose. Because there was two like keg delivery guys. Josh Gad was one of them. And the other one was this like tall, Super hot, yeah. handsome guy, right? And right. Jess is like, hey, hey, I want his number or whatever. And Nick's like, who? This guy? And she's like, yeah. And, and he's like, okay, I'll get it for you. And he gives her Bear, Bear Claw's number. number. Who's, you know... Uh, He's not for everybody. No. He is this, no, no. He's a specific type, but we yes. still love him. Um, and so then she, he's the one that calls and he comes over and she's like texting him all this sexy stuff and he comes <laughs> over and he's like sitting on her bed with her and saying all these weird things. Dude, oh, it's such a great. Cringy and wonderful. Cringy and wonderful. We love it. Yes. Love um, him. So one of my favorite characters is... Sam Sweeney, another one of Jess's serious boyfriends. The doctor. The doctor Sam. We love him. He is like the sweetest man ever. And yeah, so he is. funny and cute. But and... at first he's kind of, a, you don't really know because he's like, uh, I don't want to like a serious relationship yeah. because I fall too hard. It's mm-hmm. kind of like his thing, you know? So you don't really know at first. And then when they get together, you're like, I love him. Hearts. Yes. So cute. I, I, I'm, I'm glad that they brought him back later on in the seasons and they had another go at it, even though, you know, he it ended up being falling in love with like his, his childhood friend or whatever mm-hmm. and like running off with his childhood friend. But I think that that little brief moment that she had with him later mm-hmm. on was super cool. Well, she did that with several, several of her flings, um, with Genslinger, with Genslinger, with, um, Nelson or sorry, not Robbie Russell. Yeah. Is who I'm thinking of. Did she have an... Oh, Russell tried, I think, but... Yeah. Yeah, he tried to get back together. He's like, I'm still in love with you or whatever. Right, and then even Nick and Jess, because they broke up and got back together too, so... Yeah, yep, yep, that's true. Yeah. Speaking of Russell... um, Dermot Mulroney. Dermot Mulroney. Kind of... He's pretty fucking foxy, man. he's definitely got the silver fox thing going for him. Um... But I never thought that he was right for Jess. No, he was a fucking super douche. Um, and he, he he's he's okay for a while. He also is in uh, one of my favorite episodes, which is where we first learn about True American. Yes, um, that's true. Because he is learning True American with us. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> and he's like, what? Right, right. But he ends up getting it. He ends up figuring it out. Everybody does. Yeah. Everybody, no matter how confused you are. So we're next. It. We're we're next. We're gonna figure it out for you guys. Um, so let's talk about uh, Allie Nelson, which is eventually Winston's wife. Yes, I love Allie. Um, played by Nassim Pedrad from SNL. They had such good chemistry such right good from chemistry. the get-go. And then uh, one of Nick's girlfriends, because... So uh, Reagan Lucas is yeah. her name. She's played by Megan Fox, who actually is not terrible in this role. No, she's not. She does a good job. I like... I like... Reagan, I like Reagan. I like that role. I wasn't really super stoked for her and Nick to like be together, but I 
was glad that she was a part of the show because she brought a new kind of like April Ludgate mm-hmm. almost type mm-hmm. of thing. Like she's super, super hot, but she's really deadpan and really like, I don't even know how to explain her personality, but yeah. she's just like, she's really hot, but she's kind of like, she's, she down, also to earth. Like, she's down to earth, but she also, also almost seems like she's just sick of everyone's shit. And yeah. she's like brutally honest about stuff. Yeah, and she, she has zero fucks to give. Then her and um, Cece hooked up at the MTV Beach House in like <laughs> 2003. Like I love that they put that in there. Yes. That her and Cece had like a past. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, so we, I think we've hit a significant other of every single one of the characters except for Schmidt. What was his girlfriend from high school? What was her name? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yes. yes. So Merritt Weaver uh, plays Schmidt's old girlfriend from high school when he was five. College, yeah. College. From college. Yeah. From college. Um, Elizabeth. And if y'all don't know Merritt Weaver. She's amazing. Just watch everything that she's in. Anything that she's in. Nurse Jackie. She's fucking wonderful. Godless. She's just absolutely, we love her. dead. Yes. Um, She's got a very real way about the way she acts yeah she's, and she's yeah. and she looks real yes <laughs> that's she's, what, that's another thing woman. i love about yes. her um <clears throat> the last person we're going to talk about which is my favorite side character is tran tran S- explain to us who tran is Sarah. so tran is nick's um best friend basically like he meets tran when he's kind of struggling with the roommates and tran's just like sitting on a bench just smiling and he's kind of like his like a godfather like his guru <laughs> yeah yeah there yeah. you go he's like his guru takes him swimming in the pool nick even dates his granddaughter for yeah. for a little that's while that's right that's right yeah um tran says very little tran tran says the most profound things without with, saying without anything. saying anything at all and and it just nick gets it yes it just makes sense to Nick. Yes, I love it. It's, I love it that he could just sit there and just have a conversation with this guy. You know, because he's around people that just talk all, all the, the fucking time. time. Exactly. So he's just like, it's nice to kind of have that energy, that super peaceful, calm energy where you don't even know if the guy understands a word that he's saying, mm-hmm. but he does the same way Nick does. And he's like, oh, your name's Tran? Like, how did he come up with Tran all of a sudden? He's like, David, Howard. (laughs) Like Six hours later. Yeah, six hours later. Tran? Yeah, exactly. That's what it would have been like. Oh, yeah, Tran's great. We love Tran. um, So Tran um, is played by a man named Ralph Ahn, who uh, sadly passed away in 2022. R.I.P. R.I.P. Man, what a great character! Yeah, I loved him so much. Yeah, he was yeah. just like that whole dynamic was perfect for Nick. Yeah, and uh, so the last thing I want to talk about, and we've decided we're going to make this a thing on every episode, but uh, outstanding pet or animal in the yes, show, yes. which uh, for this show is going to Winston's cat Ferguson. Absolutely, he gets the award. He gets other animals out there in TV land. You'll get your chance. You okay. will, but right now, right Ferguson, now we're, we're talking about Ferguson. We are praising you. I don't even, I can't remember what kind of a cat that is, but they're so cute. The smush face, right? Yeah, they're the um, smush face cat. Persian, I believe, is what they're called. Um, so we, we can just kind of list off of a few other um, great characters. Uh, did we talk about Robbie? We did not talk about Robbie. Did we forget Robbie? Yeah, go ahead. Talk about How Robbie. dare us not talk about <laughs> Robbie? We love Robbie. Um, when he's dating Cece right after Schmidt and her breakup the mm-hmm. first time. 
And she's just like, I need somebody who's completely opposite of Schmidt, which is what Robbie was. He's tall. He's, you know, a little on the thicker side. Mm -hmm. He's not like super into like looking good all the time. His clothes are just like normal clothes. He's just a regular dude. He's a regular dude. And he's kind of quirky. Also kind of, um, uh, I don't know. Hipstery. Yeah. Yeah. Like hipsterish. But he like, he, he was good for Cece at that time. So, didn't he and Jess also have a thing, and then they found out that they were cousins? Yes. Yeah. So, there's a little bit of incest, which, Also you know, happens in Friends. And Game of Thrones, which, you know what? It's a little bit more prominent in Game of Thrones, but <laughs> apparently incest is trending it's in not, the TV world. It's not taboo yeah. anymore, apparently. I guess not. What is the world coming to? We don't know. We don't know. Oh, Lord. Um, so, yeah, we're going to list off another a few other uh, actors that appeared on the show just real quick um curtis armstrong from uh revenge of the nerds yeah he played prince the principal at the mm-hmm. school that uh jessica Ni- jessica knight i almost called her jessica knight <laughs> that jessica day worked at uh rob reiner p- played her dad yes um, love him we have jillian vigman who played kim which is uh wonderfully schmidt's boss yes um June Diane Raphael, who... Carla Gugino plays <laughs> yeah. Schmidt's, like, uh, Christian Grey <laughs> for that one. Um, let's see, Mary Elizabeth Ellis, who's the waitress from Always Sunny. Yep, um, yep, the waitress. Jamie Lee Curtis, Zoe Lister-Jones, Brian Posehn. Um, uh, Lizzie Lee, Kaplan. Lizzie Kaplan, Rachel Harris, Ben Falcone. Good ones, is, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it just, you know, it... The characters were everything in New Girl. They really were. They really were. A white man? No! So, do you want to talk about our favorite episodes and kind of like our favorite one-liners and stuff? Yes. All right. Yeah. Why don't you go, go first? Okay, so uh, my fa- one of my favorite episodes, well, it's my first favorite episode. The first episode of New Girl that I watched and was like, this, I'm hooked. Like, mm-hmm. um, And that was Fancy Man Part 1. <laughs> And, and that's when Russell, me, Dermot Mulroney, um, that's when Russell kind of comes in the picture. But Jessica has to talk to one of her students' fathers about her artwork at school. And he seems like kind of a jackass at first. Um, but my very favorite part of the whole fucking episode is when they go to his house because she's got to give him his car back. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go to his house and she brings Nick and he's like, this. Look at this kitchen. Why does it have an island? Be a man. Let your let your counter attach to itself. <laughs> it's just full of chalk, fucking full of one liners, dude. Typical it's Nick so just good. like being angry at an object. Yeah, he's like he's, and then he goes into his office and he's like, something's happened to me, Jess. Something's happening to me, and like he goes behind the desk. It's like this huge, like I don't know if it's oak or something like that, but this huge, beautiful desk. Mahogany. And it's like mahogany, probably. Yeah. Yes, mahogany. And he's standing behind the desk, and he's like, picks up a duck, and he's like, "I respect you, but I want to kill you." And he's like, "I think I understand hunting." <laughs> he like is sitting behind the desk, like twirling those fucking handball things, you know, hand waving things. Yes, yes. And uh, he comes in and he's wearing his sweater and he's just looking at him. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just came in here and it and it smelled like um, tobacco and whiskey and, you know, man stuff. And he's like, later on, he's like, 
Are you in love with him? Because I can oddly see that because he smells like strong coffee and going to see a man about a horse. <laughs> and like, you know exactly what he's talking about you when do. he says these things. And it's so good. I just love that fucking episode. Yes. Um, so one of my favorite episodes um, is, let's see, this must be the Prince episode. So season three, episode 14, When You Were Mine. Oh, yes. Which is where they meet Prince. And so. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yes. So they have this very visceral reaction to meeting <laughs> Prince. And uh, totally seen, relatable. Well, and I've, I've seen it likened to the male orgasm versus the female orgasm. <laughs> I fucking love that. Yes. Go look up this clip, clip and you'll know exactly what I'm oh talking about. Oh, my God. I love that yes. so much. Um, but I mean, Prince. Prince. It's fucking Prince. Like, yeah. I would be. Prince was my first crush. I was like five years old. Purple Rain was a big deal. And I was like, I'm going to marry Prince when I grow up. Again, people in this generation are going to know exactly what Sarah's talking about. Yes. And that's why it's so perfect that it's in New Girl. Exactly. Because we get it. We get it. Uh, so my second favorite one is called Menzies. And it's the when Winston gets sympathy PMS. <laughs> um, it's the one where Nick meets Tran, too. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I so, will support this decision. Yeah. Yes. And Carla Gugino's guest spotting in this one as well. And she's like the female Christian Grey with Schmidt. Jess is unemployed at the time. And um, she's watching uh, Dirty Dancing she's, at home all the time. Oh, no. She's not watching Dirty Dancing, but she's she's unemployed, but she's going on a job interview and she got her period. Oh. And she's like, it feels like, uh, oh, feels like a fat man is sitting on my uterus. <laughs> She goes to the job interview and she's like talking to the lady and she's like, is that a puppy in a cup in this picture? And she's talking to her and she starts crying. She starts crying because she's emotional from being menstrual. And she's like, yeah, she was. She was the cutest. She died. And then she's like, she starts hysterically crying. She's all puppy in a cup. <laughs> Which is definitely an embellishment. Yes. But girls, you know how. Exactly. Yes. My my next favorite episode is Neighbors, and this is season two, episode four, and this is where four I think it's four hipsters move in down the hall from. It's like I I don't feel like there's like five maybe. Maybe they move into that one apartment. I think like and they have like ridiculous pretentious names like Brioni. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> They but, definitely were, like, born in Utah or something, because why do you all name your kids such weird shit oh out there? Oh, my God. I feel like we need to look up their names, and maybe I will here in a minute. But the thing that I just find funny is that, you know, Jess is being herself, and, like, it's it can be annoying. Because she's an in, OG hipster. She's the hipster as <laughs> hipster there is. She is. She totally <laughs> is. She fucking crochets, okay? She crochets. <laughs> she wears vintage dresses, and she talks like this. The vocal fry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she starts hanging out with these, these kids, and they just think that she is hilarious, and all she's doing is, like, Quoting 90s sitcoms. Yeah, she's going to, <laughs> and they're like, you are a goddess, yes. now. And, and they just, hate Schmidt. Yes, they hate Schmidt, which <laughs> is a big problem for him. Yes. Um, and he, all he does the whole time is just try to, like, get on their level. Try so hard. And they just, you know, they, he's not cool to get this trying. He's trying too long. 
Um, yes, I actually, there's, so I've actually picked four, but one, my next favorite one is the Walk of Shame one, uh, the one where Jess and Cece get blowouts and they end up at the party at Bear Claw's house where their phones are dead and they don't have, their cars aren't there and they don't, they're wearing heels only. Every girl's been in that situation. Yes, too. yes. And neither Jess or Cece sleeps with the guys that they spend the night with, right? Because Cece's still hung up on Schmidt and Jess and Josh Gad make a fucking musical. They make a musical about fucking forest creatures and animals and it's perfect. But on their walk of shame, they encounter Genslinger and he, they think they're at his house drinking out of his hose. But it turns out he's a fucking clown for kid parties. Like he lost his job as a teacher and he's like gone down. And then remember he starts dating that Jen, which is like Asian Jess. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jen breaks up with him. So he's like in this whole situation. And um, he ends up walking with Jess and Cece back to the apartment where Bear Claw shows up with her purse. And he's like, I didn't look inside it. But I did feel around. <laughs> Which is the <laughs> fucking creepiest thing to say, dude. But it's so... When he says it, it's just, like, perfect. Yes. And um, May is there, and she plays her cello, I think. That's what she plays. Um, did we talk about May? No. We forgot about May. Coaches Lady May. She's she's cool. Um, she's been in a couple of really good TV shows, too. Mm. And then they perform the fucking musical for the loft. And (laughs) almost peed my pants. We might have to put a clip of that in. We might, because it's so fucking good. It would be fun to put clips in the show. We're going to have to. We did it with Lost. We're going to have to do it with New Girl, too. We'll put put some clips in there for sure. Awesome. Do you have a next one? Um, Yeah, so we've already talked several times about it, but my next favorite episode is season one, episode 20, Normal, which is where we first are introduced to True American. Yes. And you guys, I just cannot express to you how fucking radical this game is. It looks like it would be so much fun. And it actually looks like, again, relevant, something that we would have done. Like, 100%. We, like, seriously, if we would have thought about it, creating our own drinking game, we would have fucking totally done that. Mm-hmm. Um, my last favorite one is a chill day in. And this is like Cece's bachelorette party. with and It's just her and Jess. And this is a very real dynamic for me and my childhood best friend since for like 30 plus years, D. Mm-hmm. This is where they smoke weed and they sit on the couch and they watch fucking Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> Come on, Zennials. You know what I'm talking about. Anne of Green Gables was the shit. Perfect. But then they get the fucking first wedding gift. That because uh, Cece and Schmidt are about to get married, and they get the first wedding gift, and the they like totally objectify the UPS driver that drops off the things, and she's it's so fucking funny, and then it turns out to be a bread maker, and the notes like even you can do this, Cece from Schmidt's mom, because Schmidt's mom is very like you're not, she's like that typical no one's good enough for my baby, no one's good enough for my baby mom, and um. This Betty Draper fucking Carol Brady bitch wants you to, you know. Exactly. And she's all, sad burn where my thigh turn. Like, <laughs> talking about feminism. And she's all, you know what we need to do? And, and they start beating this fucking bread thing. Fucking great episode. Just watch it. You gotta watch it. It's perfect. Hopefully as you're listening to this, you have watched it. And you are having quite the time reminiscing with this. Because... Yeah. It's been so fucking fun. So wonderful. I love this. Yes. 
You gave me a cookie, I gave you a cookie. You gave me a cookie, gave you a cookie. Gave me a cookie, got you a cookie. You gave me a cookie, I got you a cookie, man. Gave me a cookie, got you a cookie. We're even. We're even, Schmidt. All right, so like I was saying before, New Girl is very, very much, in my opinion, a new generation friends. It has a ton of the same elements and feels, which I have a whole thing I want to get into. Um, and if you're familiar with both shows, it's pretty fun. So uh, they live in what looks like an expensive and fairly lavish big city apartment. Mm. And that seems pretty unrealistic for their jobs and careers and stuff yeah, that they have. Teachers and chefs. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. An out of work actor most yeah. of the time. Come on. How the hell is he living in New York City? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, the cast of both shows spend time hanging out in like a central location for friends. Obviously it's central perk, the coffee mm-hmm. shop. And for new girl, it's the Griffin bar, which most people don't know that it's called the Griffin bar. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's called the Griffin. <laughs> Jess and Rachel are both leaving long-term relationships and technically like the new girl coming into an already established friend group. Yeah. Phoebe and Winston are like the zany weirdos and Ross and Winston also have like similarities uh they're like the lovable geeks with pets yeah yeah with the winston's cat and and ross's uh monkey yes uh ferguson and marcel marcel (laughs) we love marcel chandler and nick are this like uh sarcastic committophobes but also Nick and Joey kind of are similar and both they're both like man child. Man children, yes. Yes, they kind of don't really have their shit together like we were saying earlier. Uh, Monica and Schmidt are the neurotic clean freaks who used to be fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys were college roommates and the girls were friends since childhood. The Schmidt CC relationship mirrors the Monica and Chandler thing almost like identically. Identically. Yes. Uh, They hook up in secret until one of the friends finds out through some strange circumstances. Uh, The only thing missing from the uh, new girl would have been a classic Winston mess around. Yeah. Like, I wish that, because in Friends, they have the, they don't know we know, they know we know. Right. I wish that new girl, Winston would have had, like, a a prank moment. Because, I mean, he didn't really get into his pranks until a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. Um. Cece and Schmidt end up getting married, and Cece has infertility problems, and Monica and Chandler have infertility problems. Yeah. Nick and Jess are the Ross and Rachel of the New Girl universe. It's like the whole will they, won't they, on again, off again, yep. which they eventually will, and just like Ross and Rachel, I am here for it. <laughs> uh, both shows have a weird neighbor. Uh, the ugly naked guy. Ugly naked guy and the uh, homeless dude who lives outside. The homeless guy. What is his name? Let me look it up. Continue. Okay, I'm a, yeah, that sounds good. The game that the audience is still trying to figure out, Bamboozled mm-hmm. from Friends and a True American from New Girl. Probably more the True American than the Bamboozled, but... Yeah, for sure. The outside guy is literally named Outside Dave. And Fat Ugly... and Or... Uh, ugly Naked, ugly naked Guy, yeah. yeah, from Friends. And so Outside Dave. Outside Dave and Ugly Naked Guy. Yeah. That's funny. Another plot similarity that I love is the one uh, that the girls from, that Monica and Jess from both of the mm-hmm. groups end up dating an older man that all the guys think is the coolest. Uh, <laughs> Jess and Fancy Man, who is Russell. Russell, yeah. Played by Dermot Mulroney, like we talked about earlier, and Monica and Richard. And Richard is played Tom by Selleck. Tom Selleck. Yeah. yeah. The Tom Selleck. Oh, an episode about accidental incest. Ross and Monica accidentally kissing at the <laughs> frat party and Robbie and Jess finding out that they're cousins. 
which is uh, so funny. There's an episode where Cece is supposed to be moving out of her apartment but hasn't done anything and just comes and does it for her, similar to an episode where Rachel is supposed to be moving and Monica does the same thing. Uh, in both shows, there's an episode dedicated to one of the group seeing another one of the group naked. <laughs> there's always something crazy that happens on a Thanksgiving episode in each show. Uh, one, an episode where one of the friends goes to the other for sex advice. There's an uncomfortable superintendent of both apartment buildings. <laughs> <laughs> Nick and Jess have a will-they-won't-they they moment, but they won't. And then Nick ends up dating someone who looks very similar to Jess. Uh, Julia, played by uh, Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah. And Reagan, you said. Reagan yeah. also. Reagan also looks similar. And Rachel dates Russ, who is like, it's Ross. literally played by <laughs> David Schwimmer. Sorry. It's literally played by David Schwimmer. So he looks exactly like him, but... In both shows, a member of the group gets injured and doesn't have insurance, so they have to do something crazy, like when Nick went to Jess's gynecologist and (laughs) when Rachel went to the uh, ER and pretended to be Monica. Uh, Monica and Jess are both out of work for a significant amount of time and have to work in food service places that have terrible uniforms. Nick and Joey both have dads that are a little shady and unfaithful to their spouses. Schmidt is definitely more into the friendship with Nick than Nick is with Schmidt. And Joey with Chandler, where he buys Chandler the the fucking bracelet, the uh, reject from the Mr. T collection, (laughs) as he calls it, and throws a, like, Tinfinity party for him and and Nick living together for 10 years or whatever it was, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, Jess and Nick have an awkward first date, just like Ross and Rachel. Uh, One of the characters cheats on the other one and causes trouble with the roommates. Uh, Jess and Rachel both have siblings that come around and cause problems. When Winston and Cece go wedding dress shopping, he brings a whistle. And in the wedding dress episode of Friends, Monica gives everyone a whistle before they go into the the discount wedding dress shop. Yeah, Uh, Both shows had a show crossover. Friends had Mad About You because Lisa Kudrow played the uh, waitress in Mad About You. You. And she played Phoebe's like evil twin yeah. basically in friends yeah uh one of phoebe's famous lines in friends is happy christmas eve eve and there's literally an episode of new new girl called christmas eve eve and in the end they all get together at the old stomping grounds their apartments and say goodbye say goodbye to the room and this isn't even it, actually. Uh, I was thinking about p- putting together a side-by-side video comparison for TikTok. So <laughs> stay tuned for that. Uh, you can follow us at, you have to go back, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42 on TikTok. It's a little pluggy plug. Speaking of being culturally relevant. Are you McMouse? Why don't you get in your spaceship like McMouse? What are you talking about? What is a McMouse? McMouse. I don't understand what McMouse is. McMouse! I don't know, I don't know, but what does that mean? What's a McMouse? McMouse! Take it away, Justine. Uh, yeah, so this is a little segment that I um, am going to be doing, which is going to talk about the cultural relevance um, that these shows have. You know, obviously they mean a lot to us. We, we uh, relate to them a great deal, but in the grander scheme of things, you know, we want to know how this affected the nation, I guess. Yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about how it did affect the nation and like some of the things and trends and styles and just even like the way people were speaking and mm-hmm. uh, social meeting. Yes, yeah. exactly was trending at the 
at this time, especially like 2011, 2012, like those were like the meme invention times. Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was when I um, got pregnant with Ava. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, so um, going right into it, one of the things I, I think um, new, new Girl probably helped bring around, also the Kardashians, but New Girl as well, is the vocal fry. Yes. Yes. And um, it, it, at this time, it seems like it was super cool to like hate on the vocal fry. Yeah, it was. Um, and so yeah, it was like cool to, to hate on that. It was and, cool to hate on all hipsters at that time. Yeah, was like, and, and that's that's the second point, you know. It's um, it was hipsters hating hipsters. <laughs> well, and, it was and, hipster on hipster crimes out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and New Girl was like the hipsters hipster. Yes, you know? exactly. So um, it definitely came around during that whole period too. You know, she she crochets for God's sake. She crochets. Um, she wears uh, vintage, cute vintage dresses, yes, and she makes it. glasses sexy. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, this is also kind of the end period of when like nerds were cool too. Remember, like Big Bang Theory. Yes, had, there was that whole thing where like nerds were cool. For nerds a were bit. cool for a while, and like with yeah. vocal fries named Brory. Brory. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, and just so just like the general quirkiness, and um, I mean, I think. Zoe Deschanel even was on an episode of Saturday Night Live and they did a skit about like being quirky. <gasps> and so it was like I've a... not seen that. Yes. I need oh, to see that. You'll love it. You'll love it. Um we'll have to show a clip of it. Yes. Or put a clip of it in the show. Yeah. Oh my god, and, how and, exciting. <laughs> and lastly, um Kind of, Sarah already mentioned that, you know, this is kind of around the time when memes became real big. Yes. And the facial expressions and the one-liners in this show are just endlessly memeable. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I don't know another show I said, like, like I said, besides Friends, maybe, that is just still relevant and still being quoted, mm-hmm. like the um, nervous moonwalking. Like, <laughs> one of my boss's kids was like... Which I think is is the is the did I do that yes. you know kind of version for these kids for yes. this generation yes. you know what I mean us as being thirty somethings around that time and mm-hmm. kind of understanding that sort of part of the life but also kids that were watching it at the time that were young like we were watching Friends and Seinfeld and things mm-hmm. like that when they were on TV are going to start acting like that. Because of that, like we yes. did with like friends and stuff, so it's gonna, it's like a full circle fucking coolness vibe. Yes, love it. And I think that that's why it's so great because it's just good for all ages, you if, know. If I see more girls, um, in like nineteen fifties dresses and cardigans with bangs, like bangs. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm not, you know, mad about it. Yeah, I still wear those same things when I dress up. Yeah. You know, most of the time I wear sweats now, but. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't have a lot of reasons to dress up like that anymore. We clean up nice. Okay? We do clean up. Okay, we do. Look at this place, Jess. Are you kidding me? So over the top. A kitchen island? Be a man. Let your counter attach to it. I think that's that's it for for new girl. But yeah. let's talk about kind of like what we're going to be doing uh, with the podcast. Since like we said before, this is our first one kind of solo with a not already established podcast because we were doing Lost with the Cinemaniacs. And um, so, like, I think we're going to start out each season with, like, a deep dive like we did with Lost. We'll start out there. Mm-hmm. 
And then we'll do a it show. Be like some, several episodes. Yeah. Serious deep dive. Yeah. Right. Prepare to um, look like Charlie Day with his. <laughs> with the board. With the, the board and the strings behind you. Yes. <laughs> That's what we're going to be doing with, with those deep dive episodes. And then, then we're going to do a lighter hearted one. Cup, like probably, I would say probably like three. Two or three, yeah. Two or three per season. Kind of what we did with this one, a little bit shorter. Than... A little bit shorter, mm-hmm. but still like one of our favorites. So, mm-hmm. and it's, and most likely it'll be one that's already done airing that you can binge watch the seasons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do like a 30 minute segment where we talk about those shows that we love that didn't get the uh, endings that they deserved. Canceled too early. Yeah. Something um, happened. Yes. Whatever. Yes. And I'm, I'm super stoked to talk about the next one, but. Um, we're going to not say anything and give a little sneaky peek. Yes. We're going to, we're going to play a clip for you guys from the show from, for our next episode and see if you guys can figure out where yes. it's from. Yes. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited <laughs> for this. It's not even funny, but yeah. And then we'll, we'll have, we're going to have a segment in our, um, one and a half hour shows where we try to talk the other one into watching a show that we've watched that they haven't watched. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to go first, and uh, I'm going to talk Justine into watching the show Glow that's on Netflix. Let's hear about it. All right. So Glow is a sort of story about the old 80s, like, women's wrestling thing that was like, like WWE. W- it was like WWE, okay. but it was for women. It was called Glow, the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Mm. Love it. Yes. Love a good acronym. It's a great acronym. And it's got <laughs> um, it's got great characters and great costumes. It's happening in the 80s. So you know that it's going to be popping. Love like the French cut. French leotards. cut leotards, leg warmers, big hair, yes. big makeup, big costumes, big fucking fun is, the, is what it is. Awesome. Um, not super excited about the, the ending. It, just, it seemed like it kind of just went... Real, real high, and then just kind of to yeah. me. But we'll. I want to see what you think. Mm-hmm. And also, the <clears throat> cherry on top is that there's a character named Justine in the show, and, and you I don't see that. that very often. No, you don't. And so, yeah, I always, I always take note when I hear my name because you don't yes. hear it. Oh yeah, that's her name too. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. By the way, her first name, her real name isn't Trashmouth. <laughs> you to watch glow and see what you think check it out well and i know it has allison Bree, so yes and she's great yes she's she's great and but yeah i think that's it so uh yeah we will we're gonna put the uh true american rules in the show notes we're gonna put um oh what else did we say we were gonna put oh a clip from the snl with zoe de chanel yes and maybe a few other little cute memes and things. So follow us on Instagram at we have to go back 42 and you can email us at we have to go back four at gmail.com. There you go. Yeah. And you can I already mentioned our TikTok before, but it is uh, we have to go back for 8 15 16 23 42. And yeah, that's that's all. I'm, do you have anything else? No. Done? Done so? Thanks for listening. All right. Um, You're welcome. And thank you. Bye. Bye. He runs with the pack all day long. Uh, Inside of him is a sad, sad song. He's a gay wolf all along.
I'm a gay wolf too. Would you like to eat some wolf Chinese food? Only if he's gay. Clap now. Clap now. Thank you. Next time on... We have to go back. You guys, after school, I'm going to bitch out Brant and Dustin. Oh.